0: Greetings, everybody. In the name of the Lord, I am Pastor Ron Russell, and it is my joy to invite you to come into the sanctuary this afternoon and join us for Resurrection Camp Meeting 2021. We are so excited about what God is getting ready to do in this season, in this time of special meeting. We are so delighted that you're taking the time and joining us. So. Won't you come go with me right now as we go into the sanctuary, as we worship the King of kings and Lord of lords, and we prepare for the word of the Lord that's going to come from those that God has sent our way for this time. God bless you. Let's worship the risen Savior together.
1: Um, To welcome a dear friend, and really uh, someone that is more than a friend to me, but a brother. Um, and, And me and him was talking earlier today. And he said something, um, and, and I know I say it about every time that I have the opportunity to introduce him and uh, to bring him to the platform. Is that our greatest memories as friends? And, and my cousin Ben can attest to this. We've, we've, we've done some pretty crazy stuff, um, explosive stuff. And that, Brother Warren, that wasn't our greatest memories. But our greatest memories were around the altars, at my uncle's church, at youth camp, at many churches across the southern Ohio area. And I want you to welcome Brother Austin New tonight, a man that I love, a man that I respect, a man that I honor, and we honor him as Sister Kyla tonight.
2: Hallelujah. Can you lift your hands and give Jesus one more hand clap of praise? Amen. Thank you. I don't want to be number three out of three that their waters fell on the platform while they were preaching. I have been there and done that right here in this very spot. <laughs> I don't want that to happen again. Hallelujah. How many is ready for the word of the Lord tonight? How many came expecting God to move tonight just like he has the last two nights? Amen. Last night we saw, we were here and we saw physical healings with our own eyes, didn't we? Amen. People coming in hurting and in pain, not being able to hardly move, but after they were prayed for and God miraculously moved and healed them, they were walking, you could physically see that they were touched. Amen. How many's believe in God's going to do even greater things tonight? Amen. Oh, come on. How many's many's believe in God is the same God as he is yesterday and the day before, and he's going to move greatly here tonight? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've been anticipating and expecting all day long. Amen. Amen. I'm so thankful to be here tonight. So honored to To be behind this, to be on this platform, I was so honored when Pastor Ronnie called and asked me to come and close out camp meeting for him. He he said, I want you to, I got Pastor Mark and Sister Dana coming Monday and Tuesday. I want you to close it out for me and uh, preach Wednesday. I said, "Um, are you sure? I said, you don't want me to go first? (laughs) He said, no, you'll do fine. I want you to close it out. And I said, oh okay. <laughs> but um, I'm excited to be here tonight. I'm honored to be here. And I am uh, I'm anticipating, like I said, and expecting. And I know God's going to do great things here tonight before we leave. Uh, if you would, turn with me in your Bibles to a portion of Scripture that has already been mentioned both nights leading up till tonight. And that is Joshua chapter 6, and we'll read verses number 1 through 5, and then we're going to jump down and we'll read verses 15 through 20. It's a very familiar portion of Scripture. I'm sure everyone in here tonight has heard it, read it, studied it, heard it preached, But you're gonna hear it again here tonight, because this is the word that the Lord has given me. If you have when you have it, if you wouldn't mind, stand for the reading of God's word. Verse number one says, Now Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out, and none came in. And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, I have given into thine hand Jericho. And the king thereof, and the mighty men of valor. And ye shall compass the city, all ye men of war, and go round about the city once. Thus thou shalt do six days. And seven priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets of ram's horns. And the seventh day ye shall compass the city seven times, and the priests shall blow with the trumpets. And it shall come to pass that when they make the, a long blast with the ram's horn, and when ye hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout and the wall of the city shall fall down flat hallelujah and the people shall ascend up every man straight before him jump down to verse 15 with me and it came to pass on the seventh day that they arose that they rose early about the dawning of the day and compassed the city after the same manner seven times only on that day they compassed the city seven times And it came to pass at the seventh time, when the priests blew with the trumpets, Joshua said unto the people, Shout, for the Lord hath given you the city, and the city shall be accursed, even it and all that are therein, to the Lord. Only Rahab the harlot shall live, she and all that are with her in the house, because she hid the messengers that we sent. And ye in any wise keep yourselves from the accursed thing, lest ye make yourselves accursed. When ye take of the accursed thing and make the camp of Israel a curse and trouble it, but all the silver and gold and vessels of brass and iron are consecrated unto the Lord, and they shall come into the treasury of the Lord. So the people shouted, so the people shouted when the priests blew with the trumpets, and it came to pass when the people heard the sound of the trumpet, and the people shouted with the great shout that the wall fell down flat. So that the people went into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bow your heads and pray with me if you would, and we're going to preach with the help of the Lord. The land is yours. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for your presence and your spirit that's in the house right now. We thank you for another honor and privilege to be in your house tonight, Father father I thank you that I already feel your holy Spirit coming on me to help me preach tonight Lord I ask God that you would anoint me with a hot coal from the burning altar Lord that you would speak through me tonight this word as you has have given it to me father I do not want to get in the way Lord I want to be just a vessel just a mouthpiece lord that just goes where you say go and just says what you say to say here tonight father I ask God that That Your glory and Your Holy Spirit would hover and just settle in this place here tonight, Lord. And that You would do the miraculous, Lord God. That You would speak to hearts and lives and minds in the house tonight, God. That You would do what only You can do here tonight, God. And that You would open our ears and our hearts to receive the word that You have to speak here tonight to each and every heart and soul that is in the house, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give you all of the glory, all of the honor, and all of the praise. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Give Him a hand clap as you're seated tonight. Hallelujah hallelujah. As I said, Joshua chapter number 6 is a very familiar, very popular uh, portion of Scripture here tonight, but I just want to go over it and, and, and just, just go through it with you here tonight. But we find we find Joshua and the children of Israel standing outside of the city of Jericho, and they're, they're looking at Jericho in the, the very Scripture that we started with here tonight. It says that Jericho was straightly shut up. It was locked down, but it was locked down because of the children of Israel. None was going out and none were coming in. But the, the question that we have to ask is, why was Jericho on lockdown because of the children of Israel? Wouldn't one think that Jericho with its fortified walls and its and its military and, and, and everything that they had going for them, why would they be on lockdown because of a bunch of nomads who have been wandering in the desert and in the wilderness for over 40 years why would they lock their city down because of a group of people that couldn't even make it to where they were promised to go yet but if we backtrack into Joshua chapter number two we find out why Jericho had locked down the city when that they heard that the Israelites were coming Joshua chapter number two verses nine through eleven says Joshua had 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 sent the spies into Jericho and, and Rahab is hiding in them. And the Bible tells us, it says, And she said unto the men, I know that the Lord has given you the land and that your terror is fallen upon us and that all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt and what you did unto the two kings of the Amorites who were on the other side of Jordan Sihon and Og whom you utterly destroyed and as soon as we had heard these things our hearts did melt neither did there remain any more courage in any man because of you for the Lord your God he is God in heaven above and in earth beneath hallelujah <clears throat> see Jericho had heard what God had been doing for the children of Israel they had all heard of how they, the children of Israel would find themselves in impossible situations that it didn't look like they were going to come out of and God stepped in and brought them out on the other side hallelujah how many can testify here tonight I've been in some situations where it didn't look like I was going to make it where it looked like I was going to drown where it Looked like the water or the fire was finally going to overtake me. Hallelujah. But the God of heaven above stepped in right on time and he brought me out on the other side. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jericho had heard about all of this. And the first scenario mentioned is, is 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 like another is another very popular story. The first scenario mentioned is how God brought the children of Israel out of Egypt to the shores of the Red Sea. And when Pharaoh and his army came closing in on them, God didn't get worried or start to fret. No, he did not. But what he did was he just parted the Red Sea and made a way out of nowhere just like he always does so that they could all cross on dry ground but not only that when Pharaoh began to pursue the children of Israel into the sea onto the dry ground as soon as they got to the other side and where they got to safety God dropped the waters down on Pharaoh and the enemy of the children of Israel and destroyed them who was pursuing his people now I'm going to take just a quick little side note for a moment. And the scripture says that just before the Red Sea was parted in Exodus chapter number 14 and verse 13. Moses said to the people, "Fear not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord which he will show you today. For the Egyptians you see today, you shall see them again" No more forever. Hallelujah. In verse number 14 even says, The Lord shall fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. Hallelujah. If the children of Israel had tried to fight the Egyptians on their own terms and in their own ways, they would have been defeated. There was no possible way a group of people, a group of a few million people who had no weapons, who only had a bunch of, who had the spoils of Egypt, egypt going across the red sea they had no weapons they had no form of defense so if they would have tried to fight them on their own they would have been destroyed but god spoke through moses and said no i'm gonna take care of this enemy for you and this is gonna be the last day that you see them hallelujah I know the Lord has given us ways to fight through prayer and through His Word, and that is exactly how we're supposed to fight the enemy, but I also know that as humans, we like to try and get in the way, and we like to try and fight things the way we see best, the way we think it should be done. We want to handle it ourselves. We want to take control of the situation and say, I think I can handle this on my own. I think that I can do the fighting right now. I don't want to bother God. I don't... I don't. I don't think. He, I don't think this is big enough for him. But let me tell you: if it matters to you, it matters to our Father, which is in heaven tonight. Hallelujah but I'm here to tell you tonight I'm taking this quick little side note as I was studying the last couple weeks because I know because I'm here to tell you tonight that I heard the Lord say tell them the enemies that they have been fighting if they would quit fighting them on their own and trying to fight them their own way and just worship me in advance for their victory that they're going to see in their life even if they don't see it right now they'll see the other side of the sea that they're facing and they will see the enemy that they've been fighting no more hallelujah hallelujah what does no more mean what does no more mean it didn't mean that the Israelites would never see an Egyptian again in their life But what it meant was that if they were to ever run across an Egyptian again, and say they're in the market or going down the street, if they were to see an Egyptian in their lives, it didn't mean that they would never see them physically again. But what no more meant was that it meant that they had no more power and no more authority and no more control over the children of Israel any longer. So if they saw an Egyptian, that Egyptian couldn't come by and whip them in the back and say, get back to work. But that that child of God could say, you don't have Power or authority over me anymore. And I'm here to tell you tonight if you would stop trying to fight the enemy on your own fight, stop trying to fight him your own way and let God fight your battles for you the enemy that you've been fighting you're not going to see him any longer after this night they won't have control or power or authority over you any longer. Hallelujah. 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 The second instance that we read of that Rahab names. She says, and what you did unto the two kings of the Amorites, who were on the other side of Jordan, Sihon and Og, whom you utterly destroyed, for this story, we've got to go back to Numbers chapter number 21 and verse number 21. We read that the children of Israel they're wanting to pass through the land of, of, of Sihon or Sihon, however you say it, king of the Amorites land. They're, 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 they're trying to pass through his land and they're saying, We don't want any trouble. We don't want, we're, we're not here to stir anything up, we're not here to cause any problems. We're not going to stray from the highway of the king. We're not going to get into the field. We're not even going to stop for water. We're just going to keep going straight. We just want passage through. We just want to make it. We just want to get through your land, king. They're just trying to be polite. But we read a few verses down. And the king gathers his people together and they attack the children of Israel. But verse number 25 says, And Israel took all the cities. Did you hear me? Israel took all the cities and dwelt in all the cities of the Amorites. And they defeated King Sihon and his people. Hallelujah. The the second king we read of. Now they're trying to pass through the land of King Og, the king of Bashan. And King Og, he does the same exact thing. He gathers all of his people together. All of his people together. And says, we're going to destroy them. We're going to destroy the children of Israel. But we read a little backstory in Deuteronomy chapter number 3 and verses number 4 and 5. It says that Bashan was a kingdom of 60 cities with high walls, gates, and bars. Another city locked down that the Israelites are standing in front of. But not only that, King Og was not just a normal king. But Og was of the race of the giants that were once on the earth. So this time, not only are they fighting soldiers, but they're fighting soldiers who are led by a giant. History and and, and people uh, studies say that they believe that King Og was between 9 and 13 feet tall. And more than likely, they're fighting him, but more than likely, they're also fighting more giants that are in his army with him. So they're facing now... They've got a lockdown city, they've got an army after them, and they've got giants after them. But in verse number 34, the Bible, the Bible tells us, and the Lord said unto Moses, Fear him not, for I have delivered him into your hand and all his people and his land and you shall do to him as you did unto the Sihon king unto Sihon king of the Amorites which dwelt in Heshbon hallelujah and verse number 35 says so they smote him and his sons and all his people until there was none left him alive and they possessed the land so here we have two kingdoms that should have easily destroyed this group of of, Of nomads wandering around in the wilderness, but God said, Because you attacked them, because you attacked my people, I'm gonna use them to take you out. And not only that, I'm gonna give them your territory. I'm gonna give them the land that you once occupied. Hallelujah! And I know it's already been said in the last couple nights, 2020, the enemy came after the church. The enemy came and attacked this body and the body as a whole. The body in Germantown, the body all over Ohio, the body all over the world. The enemy attacked the body of Christ. But I'm here to tell you tonight, 2020 is over. And the word from the Lord is, is that yes, he attacked you. Yes, he came after you. But because he attacked you, I'm going to use you to defeat the enemy. And you're going to take back the territory and the land that he occupies. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God is going to give us the enemy's land. Hallelujah. Brother Jade, Sister Sierra, I got a word from one more word for you guys. Hallelujah. The Lord not only says that the the struggle, he not only says that the struggle that you've been battling, not only are they over, but the enemy that has been attacking you and the evil spirits that have been following you both and trying to destroy you. Not only are you not going to see them anymore after this night. Not only are they not going to have power or authority or control or any say whatsoever in your lives, in your ministries, in your homes or in your minds but not only that but God is going to give you their land. That means that the enemy that has been attacking you, everybody that has been struggling and battling the same devils, that means that those folks are going to come in by the droves, the schools of this city, the youth of this city is going to see revival through the ministry. That God has blessed you too with, God is going to give you brand new territories and take you to new levels. <laughs> Hallelujah! 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 So here we are in Joshua chapter number six. The Israelites have been stuck in a Red Sea. And God brought them out onto the other side and destroyed their enemy behind them. They fought against two entire armies of people, one with giants and one being led by a giant. Another lockdown city, nobody coming in or out. Hallelujah. But God still says, in the midst of it all, he still told him, fear not. I've already delivered them into your hands. I've already given you the land. You. It doesn't, doesn't matter what it looks like on the outside. It doesn't, doesn't matter what giant may be leading the army that you're standing in front of. It doesn't matter how big the army is. It doesn't matter how tall the mountain is. Doesn't matter how locked down and how how bound up the city looks. It doesn't matter what devils have been running rampant all the time before then. All that matters is the word of the Lord. And the word of the Lord for this body is the land is yours. He's already given it to you. It doesn't matter what you got to face or what you may think you have to fight. But what God said is, I've given you the land. Fear not, but you're going to see it delivered into your hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You say I don't see any of it happening yet, Austin. I don't I don't see I, I don't see anything moving in that direction to, to to really believe that. Joshua and the Israelites couldn't see past the walls of Jericho. But they Still marched in faith believing and knowing that God had already given them the word and that word was I've given you the land already and they said I don't care if we gotta march around it a hundred times pastor it doesn't matter to me I'm gonna march because God said he's given us the land he said that those walls are after the seventh day after the seventh time when we blow that ram's horn and we shout The shout of victory. Those walls are coming down. I don't care if they are thick enough to race two chariots around the entire top of it. I don't care if nobody is coming in and nobody's coming out. I don't care if there is an army in there. But God said, I've already delivered the land to your hands and you're going to see it. And the walls are still going to fall. Hallelujah. 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 Why march? What's what's the significance of marching? Why should we march in faith in a prophetic declaration? Because in Joshua chapter number 1, verses number 3 through 5, the Lord says to Joshua, Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you as I said unto Moses from the wilderness and this Lebanon even, unto, Lebanon even unto the great river the river Euphrates all the land of the Hittites and unto the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your coast and there shall not be any man be able to stand before all the days of stand before you all the days of your life as I was with Moses Moses, so I will be with you. I will not fail you nor forsake you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we they are marching in a prophetic declaration saying God has given us the land and he told us to march so we're going to march. But what the Israelites couldn't see was the people inside Jericho were on their heels backed into a corner knowing what God had already done for the Israelites and knowing that whatever they tried wasn't going to work because God had already given the Israelites Jericho. So they tried Tried to lock it down to keep them out, but when they shouted the shout of victory hallelujah after that seventh time around and they blow, that blew that ram's horn and they shouted the shout of victory those big thick walls came crashing down just like God said they would he said they were coming down and they came down and they took the city and I'm here to tell you tonight if you would march in faith if you would march in a prophetic declaration for your family for your city for your schools and say I don't care how long I have to march I don't care how many times I have to march but God said that the land is mine and I'm going to shout the shout of victory until I see it come through I'm going to I'm going to see a victory in my family I'm going to see a victory in my city and I don't care how long it takes or how big the walls and the giants are they're not too big for God. Oh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What I'm telling you tonight is what you can't see is that the enemy knows that God is up to something in these last days hallelujah, the enemy knows that God has got something, that there's rumblings in the spiritual realm, that there's things going on and things coming into place and that God is is, is moving and there's things about to happen but he's trying to lock everything down and and shut it all up and say you can't go to church because there's a pandemic and you can't get in a big crowd of people and you can't and and when you do, you know, I'm not saying it's a real thing, I totally understand and I realize that I know, but I totally and 100% believe that the enemy took advantage of a sickness and tried to shut down the move of God that was sw- getting red- that was sweeping across this globe. But he's tried to lock everything down and he's built walls and he's built strongholds to keep people out uh, and to keep people locked in trying to keep the church out of the city, trying to keep the church out of the schools and out of the lives of young people and out of the lives of their family members even and out of the lives of of the governmental system. He shut it all down, locked it up, trying to lock it up tight. But what I'm telling you is that He is about to lose his grip. I don't have a specific timeline. I don't have a specific date. But what I'm telling you is that what God showed me is that this church specifically is on the seventh day, on the seventh time around the city. Hallelujah. You're about to shout the shout of victory, and you're about to see the walls come crashing down and the strongholds that the enemy has held over this city. He's going to lose his grip, and the spirit of the living God is going to flow from these four walls out into the city out into the county, out into this whitewater valley, into the schools, into the city buildings, into the jails, into the court systems. Hallelujah and you're going to see revival sweep across this area.. Hallelujah. I want to tell you a dream that the Lord gave me a few nights ago about this body. I could see that I, could, I, I, was, we were, I was in a building and I could see all of the members of PTC. I could see all of the members of this body all gathered together. And they were all joined in hands together all in different little smaller groups and in different circles. And they were all through you were all throughout the building and you were all praying and you were all crying out to God petitioning God crying out for revival in this area crying out for the spirit of God to, to move and to and to and to, and to sweep across this area And then I heard and, and just before I woke up I heard the Lord say Tell them they have been praying, they have been fasting, they have been working, they have been sowing, and now I'm going to pour out my spirit, and they're going to see and reap a harvest like they have never seen before. Hallelujah. Can, can you lift your hands and give God a praise for that word here tonight? <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 I'm here to tell you tonight. I'm here to tell you, you're going to see family members here that you never thought were going to walk through those back doors come in and they're going to fall under conviction and they're going to walk to this altar and they're going to give their hearts to Christ. Hallelujah. You're going to see prodigals who went as far away from God as they possibly could get return to the Father's house and rededicate their lives and their hearts to the Lord and restoration is going to fall on them. You're going to see people of influence in this city come to the Lord and the direction of this city completely turn 180 degrees. Hallelujah. Young people, you're going to have your peers walk up to you and say there is something about you that is different. I'm I'm, I'm drawn to you and I've got to know what it is about you and you're going to preach to them the gospel. How a man named Jesus came down as God in flesh and who was born of a virgin named. Mary lived a sinless life died on a cross but rose three days later so that they could be saved and you're going to lead them to the Lord and see them saved in the hallways of your schools in the classrooms on the ball fields, in the locker rooms and you're going to see the atmosphere of your school completely shift by the power of the Holy Spirit Hallelujah. 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 Oh, let's give the Lord just one more. Let's praise Him one more time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah give him, come on, let's give him Let's give him 15 seconds of a praise here tonight. Hallelujah. The Lord is speaking and moving, not just because I'm here, but because he is doing a work in this body and in this area. And let's just stand to our feet for a few seconds and say, God, I thank you that you've already given us the land. It doesn't matter what the enemy's trying to do to stop us. We're still going to see giants fall. We're going to see walls crumble and strong Broken and people saved. Hallelujah. 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 Give him just a few more seconds of praise here tonight while I get a little hydrated for a moment. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter how thick the walls are. It doesn't matter how lost they may be or how, they may, how lost they may look or how bound the city may be or how bound the city people is saying that it is. The enemy is still on his heels locking everything down because he knows that no matter what he does, he can't stop the move of God anywhere on this globe. He can't stop the Holy Spirit from getting in because you know, the school has been locked down for years. They took prayer out of the school 50 something years ago. But let me tell you, Connersville High School, Connersville City Schools has a bunch of young people who are walking the halls full of the Spirit of God. You may not know it or you may not have ever realized it, but you're double agents. Hallelujah. You're all there to be students. Yeah, but at the same time, You're there to change the atmosphere and to usher in revival and to let the Spirit of God flow out of you and and through the hallways. Because the thing is, you got to let him out. He's living inside of you. But he's a gentleman. He's not going to make you do anything. He's not going to force you to do anything. But when you open your mouth... He will anoint and empower you and speak through you and life and the Holy Ghost and fire will flow out of your mouth and fill that school and he will turn that entire building upside down if you would just loose your mouth and say God whatever it is you want me to do I'll do it whoever you want me to witness to I'll witness to him whatever you want me to say I'll say it and when that happens and you give him full reign and full control, there's no limit and no telling what God is getting ready to do in your school hallelujah 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 hallelujah, Maddie I want to give you this word this senior year not going to be the senior year you thought it was going to be. I'm not saying that in the sense of something drastic is going to happen I have but what I'm saying is is it's not going to be the senior year you thought it was going to be where you're just going into it to enjoy senior year and coast through and and say, "Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to reap all of the perks of being a senior." But what's going to happen this year in your school is you're going to get influence to given to you divinely by the by God and you're going to be used to change the entire atmosphere of that building hallelujah but what it's going to take it's going to take extra consecration it's going to take extra consecration And I know the Lord's already been dealing with you on some things that you needed to consecrate yourself from. I don't know the specifics. I just know that God has shown me that he's already been dealing with you on some things. And I'm here to confirm it, that it is him dealing with you. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not telling you how to live. That's his job. That's his job. But when the higher consecration comes, a deeper walk with Him comes. And a new level comes. And you hear His voice a lot clearer. And you see what He's showing you a lot clearer. And you can see and know what He is doing. And what He wants you to do. And who He wants you to go and witness to. And how He wants you to lay hands on people in the middle of a hallway who had an accident over the weekend. I don't know. This is all the Lord. And where they've had an accident over the weekend but when the woman of god comes up full of the holy ghost and fire and she's been hiding in her prayer closet for hours at a time praying god i give myself to you whatever you want me to do and however you want me to use me and the holy ghost and fire and anointing flows through her hand and she touches them and they're healed by the power of the living god you're going to have people that you don't even know in that high school come up to you just like Pastor Mark preached on Monday night. They're going to say, "I heard you're a Christian. I heard you know about Jesus and I got to know about him. My life's a mess. I'm broken. I don't know which way is up. But somebody told me to go to Maddie Mullins because she's got something that nobody else that a lot of people in this high school doesn't have and she can tell you. How how you can be saved. Hallelujah. 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 Lift your hands one more time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sister Jamie. Sister Emma, I don't know any specifics. I don't know what's going on. But I heard the Lord say, tell them to stand and march for their family. Would would, would you be willing to do that? I don't want you to do anything that you're not comfortable with doing. Keaton, you could come with them if you want. But the Lord said, tell them to stand and march prophetically and believing in faith for their family members. And while they come and march across the front of this building, I want you to stand to your feet tonight. And I want you to shout the shout of victory behind them for what God is gonna do in their family. <laughs> No Sita tama haye hey Hallelujah 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 keep going they're still marching Come on, come on, let's press through a little bit further. Let's press through. But shout, shout like it was your family member that was needed something. Shout like it was your breakthrough that you were needing. Shout like it was your husband or your brother or your son that was needing God to move. (laughs) Hallelujah. 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 I'm going to give you this one last word from the Lord. And then we're going to see what happens. But I know, actually I know what we're going to see happen. We're going to see walls fall tonight. We're going to take some land. We're going to, you know, we're going to take some land here tonight. You know, I tell you. For the longest time, I was telling Jade the other night. For the longest time, I always thought that I had to act like another preacher or preach like another pastor or minister. We were just talking about it. Me and Jade were just talking about it last night. And it took me a long time to realize, no, I just, I just be who God called me to be. I preach how he taught me, how he he tells me to preach and not stutter like I just did. But when I finally realized that, there came a boldness inside of me. Because I didn't have to live up to anybody' expectation, anybody's expectation. I didn't have to live up to anybody's validation. I didn't, have to, I didn't have to live up to any bar that anybody had set. But when I say, "God, you just tell me what to say and I'm going to say it. The limits are off. And he's in control. I told a church I was preaching at a couple months ago. I said, I have no idea what's going to happen in the service. Because I'm just trying to jump onto a moving train and hope that I don't fall off in the process. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is Lexi here tonight? She's not feeling well? Okay. Oh, she's watching. Lexi, where's the camera? There it is. Lexi, if you're watching... I want you to hear this word from the Lord. The same struggle that I dealt with of feeling like I had to be validated or feeling like I had to be somebody else. I can see it in you. But let me tell you, God has anointed you you carry an anointing like you have no idea I can see it all over you you carry an anointing uh, with the healer, the ability to lay hands on the sick and see them recover and an anointing to, to preach the gospel to somebody who is hurting and broken and see them be saved and let me tell you you don't have to be anybody else but Lexi Mullins that's all you you have to be is say, "God, I want to be who you created me to be." And that is Lexi. <laughs> and just like Maddie, you're going to walk through those schools. Whoa, hallelujah. You're going to walk through the hallways of that school, and God's going to begin to point people out to you. And he's going to say. Go tell them about my son Jesus and what he did on a cross for them. And you're going to walk up to them and you're going to tell them how Jesus saved you and what he's done for you in your life. And you're going to see people saved and one to the kingdom of God through God using you, Lexi. Hallelujah. 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 Maddie, I want you to do something for me. And this isn't singling out any other Connersville High School student. This is just what God has given me for Maddie and for Lexi. But I want you to do something for me. The Lord gave me this a couple days ago for you and your sister. He's going to use both of you in your own individual ways. But he's going to use you both also together. So what I want you to do tonight when you get home is I want you and your sister to get together. And I want you to lay hands on one another and pray for one another and with one another. Because what God is about to do in Connorsville High School, you guys have no idea. I have no specific timeline. I don't. But I just know deep in my spirit the rumblings and the word that God is saying. This school is about to see a revival and a reformation. And he's going to use each and every one of you high school students. But this is specifically for you two. Go home tonight. You guys get together. Lexi, listen. If you, you better listen. I'm going to get you both if I hear you don't do it. But both of you get together. And you both lay hands on one another. And you pray for one another. You, and and, and hey, make, it a, make it a daily thing or something. I don't know. Whatever God leads you to do. But just bind together in prayer. Because one can chase a thousand. But two can chase ten thousand. And you're about to chase some devils out of that high school. Come, Monday mo- come, come Thursday morning. We'll just say that. Come tomorrow morning. You're about to chase some devils out of that high school. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I'm going to give you one last word from the Lord and then I'm getting out of the way. I'm going to hold, on. I'm going to hold off on the music just for a moment because I don't, we, we don't need music to pray, do we? We don't need music to pray, do we? Hallelujah. I'm going, to, I'm going to hold off on the music just in case some of the musicians want to get in on the altar call. But this word from the Lord was given to me March the 10th, 2021, the Lord said, for I have given you the keys to the kingdom. I have given you spiritual authority over Satan and the demonic spirits of hell, and it is time to take it, says the Lord. It is time to stand flat-footed and grounded on my word and take authority back over territory in the spiritual realm." Hallelujah, it is time to stand in the face of the enemy and run him out of your family, out of your schools, out of your homes, out of your cities, and out of this nation, says the Lord. Joshua and the children of Israel marched around Jericho because I had told him that everywhere the sole of his foot should tread upon, that land would be his and I say unto thee this night that it is time to march in faith and in victory for I have already given you the land says the Lord and that land is your families, your friends your homes, your cities, your schools, this state, this nation and the world. Jericho was shut up, nobody was going in or out the walls were fortified and it looked impossible but on the seventh day after the Israelites had come past the City seven times and shouted in victory. The walls fell flat because I am the Lord thy God and nothing is impossible for me. And I say unto thee this night if you would march, if you would shout the shout of victory, you're going to see walls that have stood for years fall flat, says the Lord. The shout. Hallelujah, for I I have already given the land, and it is time to take spiritual authority back from the enemy. March in faith, shout the shout of victory, and see the walls crumble before you. For I have given you the land, says the Lord. Hallelujah, lift your hands here tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So, how about it, PTC? PTC? I'm going to ask you directly. How about it, PTC? The Lord said it's the seventh day and it's the seventh time around. He told you he's already given you the land. He told you he's already given you spiritual authority over the enemy. He's already given you that word. So who will be man or woman of God enough to step out in faith and to step out on the word of God and say God I'm believing you for my family. God I'm believing you for my school. God I'm believing you for my city. God I'm believing in you for my job my co-workers I believe in you for this county and this area how many would step out in faith and say I believe you at your word God and I know that the walls are going to fall I know giants are coming down I know strongholds are coming down come on if that's you here tonight I want you to step out of your seat and begin to march march prophetically everywhere the sole of your foot shall trod the Lord said I've given you that land hallelujah let's march hallelujah let's march here tonight but not only that shout the shout of victory and say god i don't care how big the giants are i'm gonna see a victory hallelujah Hallelujah this is specifically for the church for this body but it's not well, it's not only specifically for this body but if you got a need that God is saying that he is dealing with you and showing you something I want you to join in behind them and say I'm marching for my own breakthrough I'm marching for my own family I'm marching for my own church I'm marching for my own city Hallelujah Korabasa tamamaha Kedabo Koramaha de B Sura Maha Koramaha Say Koramaha Hallelujah 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 Suramaha Hallelujah Sa ta ta maha Korama Dedebe Koramahaya Hallelujah Haley. I want you to march for your victory. I don't know anything that's going on right now, but if you would just fall in line and say, God, I know that the walls that may be that I've dealt with for years, uh, the strongholds that the enemy's trying to bind me with and and the chains that he's trying to keep me bound with, I know that they're not too big for God. I don't mean to call you. I'm not trying to embarrass you, but I just know what the Lord is saying, that if you would just march tonight, you're going to see the walls fall tonight. Hallelujah. Korama Satamaha. Hallelujah. You can come to the music if you want to, if, but if the Lord's leading you to still march, keep marching. Hallelujah. And I'm just going to open the altar here tonight. We're not done yet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We still got plenty of time here tonight. We still got plenty of time here tonight. We've marched. We've, we've marched prophetically and believing that God's going to move. Now, Let's fall on this altar here tonight, and let's shout an even greater shout of victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's fall on the altar tonight and say, God, I know I'm going to see a victory in my life. I know that tomorrow morning things are going to change, that I'm going to hear reports of how you're already moving in the middle of the night tonight, God. Hallelujah. The altar's open. Fall in tonight. Shout the shout.
0: Well, praise the Lord, everybody. I pray that this service has been a blessing to you. What a powerful time of worship. What a powerful word that was brought forth tonight right here from PTC Ministries in Connersville during Resurrection Camp Meeting. May the Lord just richly bless you. May he just f- shine brightly upon you, give you blessed peace. Let me just pray a blessing over you tonight, if I may. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you, we thank you, we thank you for those that have joined us and watched with us, and Lord, I pray that your word has went through the lens of this camera tonight, and I pray that it has been a blessing. Lord, if there's one that doesn't know you, I pray that tonight would be the night that they just surrender, and Lord, I pray for increase, I pray for blessing, I pray for favor to come to their house, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, God bless you, tune in again. And we'll be sharing the good news of the gospel. God bless.
1: Hi, everybody. This is Pastor Jade Abrams here. I want to thank you for joining us today. And I also want you to connect with us. You can find us on all the social media platforms listed below. And we would love to catch up with you, hear what God has spoke to you, and continue to follow us. And we love you, and God bless you.